Hey guys, you're listening to the English Made Simple show. This is episode number 247, number 247, numero 247. Welcome, amigos y amigas. My name is Milena from EnglishMadeSimple.net, EnglishMadeSimple.net. Hope everyone is amazing and hope everybody is doing well. Hope everybody is ready to kick some goals, some 2020 goals. <laughs> uh, it's not too late to plan your year, amigos. We are still celebrating New Year, believe it or not. So having said this, Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> In Australia, we celebrate Chinese New Year too, um, which is also known as the Spring Festival or the Lunar Year. The way we celebrate Chinese New Year is we have festivals in the city um, and then you have some special programs on TV as well. And then we have these festivals in major cities in Australia, right? So according to the Chinese horoscope, uh, the year 2020 is the year of rat. The year of rat, the animal rat, which looks like a mouse, but it's bigger. <laughs> okay, rat. If you're born in the year of rat, you'll have some good fortune in terms of wealth and career. This is what I found through my research. Okay, so the people who were born in the year of rat will have some good fortune uh, in terms of wealth and career. But what about the rest of us? Uh, is the year of red lucky for everyone? Apparently, yes, it is. <laughs> it should be a prosperous year. Uh, so if you see any new opportunities come up, uh, you should make most of it. You should take action on those opportunities. Maybe you should consider those new opportunities, whatever comes your way this year. I know some of you are thinking, why are you telling us this, Milena? Why? Why do we need to know this? Why are you telling us about the Chinese horoscope? Well, why not? <laughs> I'm curious to know about these things. So, you know, it's a fun read. I like to read this stuff. It's really fun to read about these things. I hope you had fun listening to it. Anyway, radio. today we are going to talk about some phrases related to holidays and public holidays and I'm going to explain what public holiday is as well and towards the end of the episode I'd like to say hello to a few special listeners who had the time to message me over the holiday break uh, and I just wanted to include them in this episode so keep listening to this episode amigos y amigas will also have the repeat after me segment as well so let's get cracking Let's cover holidays, okay? Let's learn some phrases about holidays. Holidays is also known as vacation. So when we're talking to friends or colleagues at work about taking some time off work, we'd use a few familiar phrases. Maybe you are aware of this. So the following phrases could be familiar to you or maybe not, okay? Maybe the, these phrases will sound new to you. For example... If you're talking to a colleague, you would say, are you going on vacation this year? Or you can say, are you going anywhere fun for your holidays this year? So that's a typical conversation you'll expect to hear in an office. The way you answer these types of questions, um, let me see, should be very simple. 
Yes, I'm planning to go to Mexico, for example. Yes, I'm planning to go to, and then insert the country you're planning to go to. I'm planning to go to New Zealand. I'm planning to go to Australia. Okay. Uh, another way to answer this, uh, this question would be, yes, I'm thinking of going to Mexico. I'm thinking of going to Mexico. I'm thinking of going to Australia. I am planning to or I'm thinking of going somewhere. But what happens if you're not going anywhere on holiday? What should you answer then? <laughs> you can just keep it simple and say, actually, I'm just planning to stay at home and relax. I'm just planning to stay at home and relax would be a uh, like a simple reply. Or what else we could say? Well, I'm not going anywhere interesting, just staying here local. I'm just staying here in the city, not doing anything interesting. Cool. Are you following me so far, amigos y amigas? Cool. Cool bananas. Now, if you ever engage in conversation about going on holidays uh, with your coworkers or your friends, expect some follow-up questions. For example, uh, okay, so you're going to Mexico. Wow, how long are you going to stay in Mexico? How long are you going to stay in Australia? How long are you going to stay? So this is a normal type of conversation, follow-up question that you'd expect to hear. Another way to ask this um, question, how long are you staying in Mexico? And this is the one I tend to use as well. I'll just give you another version of this uh, question. It would be, how long are you going for? How long will you be there? How long are you going to be away for? Okay, there's quite a few variations to that. I was going to say one of the questions as a follow-up. But anyway, now I've got four questions. So let me just recap. So the follow-up question could be, how long are you going to stay in Mexico? So let's use Mexico as an example. Another one you can use is, how long are you going for? How long will you be there? How long are you going to be away for? Okay, I'm going to be away for six months. I'm going to be away for three months. Oh, well, that's a long holiday. I'm going to be away for three weeks. Okay, to answer the follow-up questions, uh, yeah, as I just said, you simply say the number of days or weeks or months that you're going to take off. Now, hopefully that was clear. I've given you too many phrases. Now, if you'd like, you can just rewind this episode and have a listen to these phrases again. Or if you're on my email list, I'm going to give you the example phrases uh, in the email. So make sure that you are signed up to the email for English Made Simple episodes. Now, on to public holidays, amigos y amigas. This is the second part of today's episode. What is a public holiday? In Australia, we say a public holiday or a bank holiday. So these are the predetermined days off um, that you have off work, so you don't work on these days. And these are the days set by government or set by your council, uh, your state. Uh, so, you know, you have some special days that are marked as public holidays. For example, uh, during Christmas, uh, for example, Christmas is a very um, typical example. 
offices close on Christmas Day, so nobody works uh, on Christmas Day and Boxing Day. Boxing Day. And it's same for New Year. New Year's Day, everything is closed uh, for the New Year's Day. And then we have one in January now, which is the Australia Day. Okay, and that falls on a Monday and people don't work on that day. They have that day off. So when a public holiday falls on a Monday, um, then, you know, you're working full time. It means that you have a day off and that means you get a long weekend. Usually in Australia, it falls on a Monday, so we get a long weekend. Here's something you'd expect to hear from your workmates or your colleagues whenever you've got a public holiday around the corner, whenever there is a public holiday coming up. And this is the typical conversation you'll hear uh, with workmates, okay? So the typical questions are, are you taking any extra time off? Are you taking any extra time off? Any plans for the long weekend? So that's a second phrase. Any plans for the long weekend? I recommend to have a simple um, and short answer to these questions. No need to go into details about your holiday, what you're going to do there. I used to answer these <laughs> these questions in great detail, but then I realized that people are just being polite. Uh, unless they ask you follow-up questions, then go ahead, go ahead and keep chatting. But I would recommend in the beginning, just keep it short. So simply answer this question as, yes, I'm going hiking for the long weekend. Or no, not doing much this long weekend. And yourself? So if you want to engage in conversation, you ask them the same question. And yourself? Cool, cool bananas. Now, just before we wrap up today's episode, I'd like to do a repeat after me segment. So I want you to repeat after me. The phrase I want you to repeat is any plans for the long weekend? Any plans for the long weekend? So I selected this phrase because you're probably not used to this phrase. You probably don't hear it as often. Hopefully that was clear, amigos y amigas. Clear as mud. <laughs> And now as we are approaching the end of the show, I'd like to say thanks. I'd like to say gracias. Mm, gracias. <laughs> I want to say gracias. Muito obrigado. And uh, thanks to quite a lot of people because they took their time to message me over the holiday break when I was away on holiday. So that's very nice of them to say hello. All right. So I would like to say hello to... First of all, Hani from Iran, who's learning English uh, to pass either IELTS or TOEFL. Not sure which one she's going to choose. So she can study abroad. I think you are on the right track, Hani, because you're doing really well. Um, I've seen your emails and you write really well. So keep going and keep listening to the podcast. Apparently, this podcast is helping you. Yay! <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Now, I think I'm going to put Iran uh, on my bucket list to visit one day because I have a friend who traveled through Iran and she loved it. Uh, 
she was talking about the yummy food and the, the friendliest people that she met on her travels. Now, thanks again, honey, for taking the time to send me a message. Muchas gracias. I know you're trying to learn Spanish as well. <laughs> Muchas gracias too. And uh, good on ya. Now, I wanted to say thanks in Persian, uh, but couldn't pronounce it. So I've decided to just say thanks, honey. And I hope I pronounced your name correctly. And now let's go to Brazil. From Brazil, we got the three amigos and fellow teachers who love to carpool to work together. Uh, big hello to Elisama Moabe and Joao Helis. I hope I pronounce those names correctly as well. Um, to carpool, it's one word, uh, means to share the car together with a few people. Uh, so in order to save time in traffic, but also, you know, to make it more fun. <laughs> and it's also more convenient. Okay, carpool is one word if you wanted to use that word. Anyway, amigos y amigas, the three of them travel to work together. All three of them are teachers and they love to listen to the EMS podcast. They are from Macau in Brazil. I had to Google that because I didn't know where that was exactly. A big hello y muito obrigado to the three amigos from Macau in Brazil. Now, I had another message on my Instagram account. So another message is from Abdullah, who's finding the podcast super helpful. His favorite episode is episode number 30, where I talked about May versus could. So thanks, Abdullah, for taking the time to send me a message. Enjoy the rest of the episodes. And lastly, just before we finish, amigos y amigas, I wanted to say a special hello and dankeschön to Gregor from Poland, who's been living in Germany for quite some time and is now learning English. He wants to travel overseas to Thailand and Indonesia. Gregor has recently purchased EMS transcripts to help him learn English. Good on you for taking action in 2020. And for the rest of you, don't forget to check out englishmadesimple.net slash transcripts to download 50 plus episode transcripts so you can improve your English listening skills, first of all, and then improve your English skills in general, if that is your goal for 2020. Go to englishmadesimple.net slash transcripts. You can also get a free gift from me when you go to englishmadesimple.net slash convo to download an audiobook on how to simplify conversation. This came in useful quite recently, I have to say, uh, as I had to have many conversations this week myself. I have been organizing meetups and attending networking events. So yes, it comes in handy. All right, amigos, thank you for joining me in today's episode. You've been an amazing audience and you've been jamming with Milena from English Made Simple. Until next time, hasta la próxima. Oh, 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 oh,